0: I don't know. I'm fortunate that I haven't lost a player to the transfer portal yet. So I'll go with that. (laughs) Oh,
1: thank you. You just gave us the opener of the podcast.
0: Tech Hockey Guide presents the Chasing McNaughton Podcast, covering the Michigan Tech Huskies and the CCHA with your host, Tim Brown, Rob Gilreath, Dustin Lindstrom, and Matt Cavender. Welcome to
2: episode 11 of season 5 of the Chasing McNaughton podcast presented by Tech Hockey Guide and recorded once again from the state of hockey. I'm Tim Brown, your host, and I'm joined this week by Rob Gilreath, Hey guys. And Matt Cavender. What's going on everybody? Uh, Dustin Lindstrom might join us a little later, but I'm guessing he's out in the combine harvesting right now. Uh, before it snows tomorrow so uh, this week as we prepare for Augustana I think I said that right this time unlike every other podcast we've ever done uh, we reached out to the Vikings and were able to get head coach Garrett Raboyne is that right Raboyne
0: Raboyne yeah Raboyne Raboyne, Raboyne works
2: okay uh, to chat tonight thanks for joining this coach thank you uh, along with talking with coach uh, Raboyne about the Vikings' first season. We'll also uh, talk about his past with some questions about his time at St. Cloud. Uh, we'll talk about the Huskies' trip to upstate New York uh, and the state of the CCA. Any CCHA? Anything else you guys want to talk about, Matt and Rob? Is that pretty No, much That covers it? It. All right, let's do the thank you notes plus a brief note from our sponsors, and we'll be right back uh, with Garrett Rabble
3: Are you in the market for insurance? Have your rates for home, auto, boat, or more been increasing way beyond inflation? If so, maybe it's time you spoke with Aaron Piedela and the team at Arcadia Insurance Group. Serving Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and more. Who better to serve you than a former Michigan Tech player? For more information, call 866-511-1069 or go to ArcadiaAgency.com. We fund everything at Tech Hockey Guide from listeners like you. You can show your support by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Guide. Whether you're interested in question priority, access to patron-only Zoom chats with coaches and players, instat deep dives, extended versions of the podcast, unedited video or audio, early access or commercial-free listening, there is a level for you. We also now have 15% discounts off annual memberships with tiers ranging from $2 to $50 per month. Again, sign up at patreon.com slash guide. All
2: right, Garrett, I'll start right off with the question that I've been waiting to ask you um, since I found out you were head coach and thought we could get you on the podcast. Do you remember Mimi Girl and her fun times with Casey Bohr while you were at
0: St. Cloud? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we well, are. Yeah. We always look forward to seeing meanie girl um, and then how her and, uh, how her and Casey's interactions went. Um, yeah. The, cause you, cause you were there for part two,
2: right? You, you were not a player yet for part one. You were still in juniors for that. I believe. I,
0: you know what? I don't know. I just remember cause I only had the one year with Casey, uh, St. Yeah. Cloud and, uh, yeah, meanie girl. She was, uh, she was something boy. Have you ever seen, like, the part
2: one video of her signs and, like, Casey, I love you behind the, I, I, the goal during warm-ups and all I that saw, stuff?
0: Yes, I've seen the videos. <laughs> and um, then,
2: like, the faux fight between her and Carly now. Aplin, Zucker. Uh, yeah, yeah, Zucker. Yeah. No, I'm still... Uh, I think one of the funniest <laughs> things that came out of that was, like, Dustin and I becoming friends with Carly, which was, like, the coolest thing ever for a bunch of drunk college students after uh, hockey games, you know, to... To like show up to see them, see her and her friends at like Toby Keith's
0: back in the day and have her be like, yeah, I know who you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all part of it. That was uh, that was certainly fun and entertaining for the for the boys.
2: Yeah. What, what do you really remember about that whole interaction and, and that time here?
0: I guess your I mean, freshman year. W- are you with meanie girl and Casey or hockey in general? Uh well let's start with Meanie Girl and Casey.
1: <laughs> I just remember
0: her waiting for Casey and <laughs> and Casey like acknowledging her. And I just remember being like, Well, what's happening? <laughs> like uh, but like as you spoke to they obviously had a previous exchange or whatever social media. I don't know how it even started. Yeah, because
2: so. the whole thing with Carly started like I think your year, where where Bethlehem knew about Carly so she made a sign that said Carly I'm stealing your boyfriend
0: Oh, jeez! and I think that was
2: when you were there so yeah that yeah. was th- those are fond memories that that uh like solidify how much fun the old WCHA was and traveling to all those games um do you have much remembering of like, like Mitch's Misfits as a whole and like when even when you were at home having like 50 of us there cheering on the Husky our Huskies
0: I just remember yes that whether it was the uh, Red Baron final five, whether it was uh, at tech or whether it was um, when tech came to town and that the fan support was, was incredible. It's, you know, you, you go to Houghton and you don't really think that they would have such a passionate fan base um, as a player, you know, cause you kind of just go down the one street to the rink and back to the hotel. So you don't see a whole lot. Um, and it's usually cold and snowy. Um,
4: sounds about right
0: (laughs) you guys i mean the fan base traveled incredibly well and then the band at the at the final five uh was always fun for for both teams
2: yeah and then and 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 for us to do all that during some pretty lean years i think our one good year under russell was well you were a player but um that was only one of your four years the other three were kind of rough for us fans but that was kind of the whole start of Mitch's misfits and traveling to road games more kind of happen. Like that was really like when you were a freshman, that was probably really the start of road trips to games more than like five of us, um, which is kind of a cool time to be a Husky fan or a tech fan. I should say, since we're talking about St. Cloud Bethlin would be mad if I said Huskies, if we're talking about St. Cloud too. <laughs> um so, what was it like for you as a player playing in basically like
3: peak
0: WCHA era? the best. I mean, it was. I it's it's the glory days, I guess, of college hockey. The going to you know, from as a St. Cloud State player now, getting to play at Minnesota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Denver, Tech, uh, like all it was just every weekend. It was awesome, and buildings were full. Whether we were at the Herb Brooks Center or uh, the Ralph or whatever it may be, like it was, it was just jammed. Um, so it was,
4: you know, I mean, it
0: was, it was incredible.
4: Yeah. It's one of the things that uh, we always wonder, you know, with our slight turnaround we've had over here at Tech is would it have happened in the WCHA or not? You know, so we, we don't know. <laughs> so we don't, we, we're always kind of a little curious about what uh whether or not we would have had the same turnaround wcha or the new new wcha let it happen so it's it's a kind of a weird crossing point for us as tech fans
0: yeah i mean i you got to remember so i go from the the wcha my first year coaching with st cloud state the next year we're in the nchc now that's a league one everyone split that's a league that really uh Put itself on another level. I think a lot of those programs, you know, you look at the Duluths, North Dakotas, um, Denver winning national titles. Um, you know, it hurt some programs, in but those teams in the, in the NCHC for the most part, uh, it helped propel them to another level.
4: Yeah, it's definitely kept that they've kept the speed, the the competitive spirit of the WCHA, the old WCHA, alive for sure. You know, Big Ten's got a couple of teams that have kept it, but. They're nowhere near the same level as they were in the WCHA. I mean, you look at Wisconsin's attendance over the last five years and their record, it's not like it was in the WCHA. So it's it's definitely been interesting to watch the NCHC take off while well, the other two leagues that kind of suffer a bit.
0: Yeah. It's you know, I it comes up all the time, but I, I it's hard to talk about. I loved it as a player. I coached in it, it was awesome. It's not coming back. yeah we all know that
4: yeah so So you go from you go from playing to coaching to how do you how do you get your start in coaching how do you make that jump because you went overseas for a bit first right
0: yeah yeah i went overseas i was in finland norway uh my wife and i got married right after my senior season it was great for us to get a start over in europe um but i was i was really hungry to get back into coaching and not necessarily college i i mean i Tried to coach midget hockey and didn't get the job. I tried to coach in the USHL as an assistant. I didn't get hired. And uh, just the way it worked, uh, a job opened at St. Cloud State. Um, and, you know, I think they were up against it because it was so late in the summer. Um, I was either going to go back and play or or take advantage of, of this opportunity and, <laughs> They got a young, cheap assistant coach, <laughs> and, and uh, you know, eleven years later, here we are. So it's been a heck of a ride.
2: So how did the the transition go from um, St. Cloud to Minnesota? Did you go with Motzko when he? was yeah, that the timing?
0: Yes, yeah, so I went with Coach Matsko. Um It's it's a bigger city, obviously. It's uh, the school is 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 far bigger than St. Cloud State. Uh, you know, it was tough to leave those guys at St. Cloud State because, I mean, that was my family for, it's the only thing I'd really known uh, in at the collegiate game, um, from administration to staff to players, like, uh, and, and then you add the element of, you're going to Minnesota, like the the rival school. Um, and it was hard. It was really hard, but I, I I've said it before, but like, the day I told the guys that I was going to Minnesota, they were sad for about five seconds until Jimmy Schultz, their captain said, he's coming back for a senior season. And once, <laughs> once they, once, once they knew that he was staying, like they didn't care if that I was gone. So um, that made that made it a little easier on me, but uh, it, you know, you learn too. like, usually the guys at the rank are no matter where you're at, they're quite similar. Um, so, I, you know, joined a great group at Minnesota and um, helped transition uh, and and turn that program with Coach Motzko and uh, great four years. Like professionally, it's the first time I'd really been at all concerned about like not just having fun and coaching. Like I knew I needed to challenge myself as a professional Um, and I thought it was the right thing to do at the time. Now, looking back, it was far greater opportunity to develop than I ever thought it would be.
4: How big is the difference I mean, NCHC? Obviously the focus is, is better than NCHC schools. Hockey the big school sport, right? You go to Minnesota, it's still the big sport, but it's the big 10, right? All of the sports are big in the big 10. Is yeah. that, that different of a jump going from an NCHC school, it's a hockey school uh, primarily to Minnesota?
1: I,
0: if you're at St. Cloud State, hockey is the flagship program. If you're at Minnesota, hockey is a flagship program.
4: Sure. And, Minnesota, P- I think your one exception Fleck'll, to the Big Ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: PJ Fleck will tell you the same thing. Uh, it's so, but it is. It's just a bigger, you know, you're moving from a neighborhood where your kids can run freely in the, you know, from place to place to your, now you're, you know, where we chose to live was close to campus. So where you're in the city and you got to be more mindful of all that stuff. Uh, so, and it's a little further drive to my deer stand. Um, <laughs> which is why I'm really excited to be in Sioux Falls. <laughs> One of the reasons. Where where's the deer stand? My deer stand now? Yeah. It is about uh 9 iron from I29 um
1: off of 85th Street. So okay. <laughs> you nice. can see nice it from close. the highway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that description of where it is. That is fantastic.
2: <laughs> so so um to circle back to to uh more being a player how did you go from Detroit lakes to Lincoln stars to St. Cloud?
0: So back in the USHL days, when I was coming up, it was, there was a tender process um, where you got three tenders and then you got your draft picks. Well, uh, I was a high school player. I stayed through my senior year at Detroit lakes high school. Um, I had a good run there. And then they were going to tender me for one of their three tenders with the Lincoln stars. But, they didn't know if they had a third one available. Casey Bohr was one of the guys that they'd <laughs> used their tender on. Well, he went to St. <laughs> Cloud State. So they brought him in as a true freshman. So then that tender became available, and I ended up going uh, to Lincoln. Three years later, the 80, 1985 born Casey Bohr was my senior captain, and I was a freshman. Uh, <laughs> and I might have been older than him. So. <laughs> But what was the the recruiting process
2: like for you to choose St. Cloud?
0: I was a walk on, so I was in my third year of junior, um, it, with Lincoln, and playoffs were approaching. Um, I didn't have anything substantial, um, in terms of like offers. A couple out east where I would have had to pay significantly more than just to walk on to St. Cloud, um. Coach Motzko called and said there was an opportunity. Uh, I knew some of the guys on the team. I knew it was close to home and I wanted to get closer to home and kind of told me, said, like, you got to pay your way to start. But if you do what I think you can do, I'm going to help you out. And uh, he did that and then some, obviously. Um, But I remember asking him, I was like, "Okay, like, how how do I be how, how can I be committed? Like, like, what do I got to do to just be committed to St. Cloud State? He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, we got to we gotta talk to your parents and work out some of the financials. And I was like, no, we don't. I'm 21 <laughs> years old. I'll figure out the rest. And he's like, okay, you're, you're committed, I guess. And I just was like, <laughs> over the moon, obviously, because I'd waited three years to just know that I could play another year, another season. Um and and then i mean th- my experience at st cloud was just absolutely unbelievable
4: so well yeah so you go from being a walk on to captain your junior and senior year right
0: yeah yeah i was alternate captain my sophomore year again but i was 21 years old coming in so i mean no one was buying beer for me
4: sure um, <laughs>
0: which is which is nice it's important um and then uh it's just it it, it Part of the thing that happened is, is coach mosco was in his, when I arrived, he was in a second year taking over that program from Craig doll. So he was kind of bringing his own guys in there. There was a lot of opportunity be had, you know, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, I think I developed and grew into a better player, started taking, uh, I, I trained harder. Uh, I was having more fun than I ever had. Uh <laughs> I love my teammates um, and it all played into, you know, just a really special four years for me.
2: Uh, so to pivot now to, to your time at Augustana, how did that all come together, getting to become head coach? And um, what did, what did you actually do with your time last year without uh, a team?
0: Well, how this opportunity came to be, I, I think right. One Augustana announced that they were bringing division one hockey to Sioux Falls. I think the, almost every assistant coach in the country took notice because Sioux Falls, anyone that's been here recruiting the Sioux Falls Stampede or, or traveling throughout the North American league has, I mean, it's an awesome city. Um, as you get to learn more about the university, you realize that it's a, uh, it's got a tremendous academic reputation. They've been winning championships at the division two level for a long time. A lot of the coaches have been winning coaches of the year and been very successful and have have stayed for a long time. Uh, so it's just a really attractive, it's, it was a really attractive opening. Um, and you know, our athletic director, Josh Morton, I think spent quite a while doing his due diligence on a number of different candidates. Um, you know, I, I met with uh, a panel of people over zoom as part of the interview process, uh, I traveled down on, a, on an off day and met a handful of the people, uh, in person and my interest continued to grow because I think it started as more of a, like, Hey, that's a really cool thing. I'm curious. Uh, it became more of a real, like, man, this would be, this thing's got a chance. Um, and then after our season concluded, uh, out in Boston, uh, after the frozen four, uh, then we really, hunkered in and and if this could be a potential fit
4: so you go from getting hired normally you're coming into a program that already is established right but you're starting it yeah what's step one
0: (laughs) find a buddy to work with (laughs) uh and and i hired andy biscotto uh he was incredible um for us last year and and we had two two athletes on campus we had ben trombley and will Svendel. Uh, both players who had aged out of junior hockey, but were uh, once coming off an injury. Uh, one at one, Will was coming off a, a surgery. Trombley had had a surgery a couple years ago and never really been able to rehab. Um, but they were going to be just—they're just, just going to be normal students, kind of bring uh, bridge the gap between Division One and Division Two, and just be great, you know great ambassadors for our program. And they they, I mean, the best thing I've ever done. You know, best thing I could have ever done is have those two come tremendous kids. Uh the campus just wrapped their arms around them. And then they helped in designing the jerseys, recruiting like all that's so many things. We skated two days a week. They lifted three days a week. So they were able to uh make progress um and and kill the time. We had to just fight through the year. You know, I said like we just like Uh, there's going to be a point when spring break comes and you are doing the exact same thing as every other hockey player outside a handful in the country. And it's like, we got to that, you know, we got to spring and we're on the home stretch, you know, and then, you know, and then all of a sudden falls here and we got a whole team of guys on campus.
2: So is the, the fact that they were both aging out of juniors, the reason that they're Officially listed as sophomores, even though they didn't play last year.
0: Yep. Why? Yep. They're they're flex. They can be redshirt. You know, they have another a bonus year. They still have four years to play. Okay. Gotcha. I think they just didn't want to be freshmen. They want (laughs) they want to be listed as sophomores because they (laughs) put in their year. Right. That's. that's I remind them all the time they're freshmen still. So okay.
2: (laughs) So they're basically both redshirt freshmen, which doesn't happen in hockey all that often. Correct. Medical. So. Gotcha. That was one of my questions. Um, So you kick off the season this year with, with Wisconsin. Uh, it went about as well as it did for my Huskies. Uh, what were your thoughts on getting to, to be on the other end of Hastings' first games in uh, with the Badgers?
0: Well, I mean, it was a good... Re- <laughs> he refreshed my memory quickly because the last game I had been on the bench for uh, was taking a loss to his... Mankato team in the Frozen Four, so uh, I looked over and saw Hastings and Todd Knot, and you know, quickly remembered what they <laughs> can do when they're together. And you add <laughs> add Nick Oliver to the mix, and they have they have quickly done an incredible job, and and they have that team's attention. And not only do they have talent and ability, but they're playing extremely hard. Uh, they're committed to a team game. Um, one you all have seen time and time again and (laughs) uh as have i and uh it was great for us to get our start we had to live through it though when you're when you're a new program you don't really know what is going to happen when you take the ice you're you you really don't um in talking to mike hastings i don't know that he entirely knew what he was going to see when his team took the ice they're all sure sure they're new um but I think as the weekend settled in, our guys realized that they they were competing and they belonged in that game. Um and that was one thing just to get out of the way. Like, okay, we belong. All right, we're gonna be fine. Um and 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 you're able to get filmed down, you're able to start teaching your guys, and uh it just the race begins. Who can who can become as good as they can get, as fast as they can get? So
1: yeah, kind of in the same vein. Like I think that nationwide, everyone's expectations for Augustana this season were pretty low, and you guys have kind of been putting putting the world on notice so far. So what do you think are some things that have been uh, contributing to the early success of the program? Well, I think, uh, and again, you guys, were six games into a college
0: hockey season. So uh, I've been, trying, been, to rem- yeah. been <laughs> trying to remind people of this, but there's an awful lot of excitement, which is great. Um, we have, we were able to go and get some leaders. Um, Arnova Vashon comes from Colgate. He led that program to the first uh, NCAA tournament, in I think, thirty years. Um, he's a proven. He knows the drill. Okay, there's the coach doesn't have to. Uh, he doesn't have to help develop and in, in a, a leader. He's our he he was brought here to lead, and he's doing a heck of a job. Uh, we've had a goalie in Zach Rose, who's, uh, has battled injuries. He's, he's matured through it all. And he's, he's had some, he's had some very solid games for us. Um, we have a young goalie who's had some very solid games for us. Uh, you know, there, the transfer portal for us was a tool and, and it helped us, uh, tier our classes, which is important um, and it helped us get some experience. You know, we, we all, people say like, oh, they have all these, uh, fifth year players. Well, we have a, we had a fifth year player that played 33 career games join our team. So yes, we do. We have some maturity in terms of how our guys carry themselves. Um, but we're still a young team in terms of, of college games played. Um, and that's why it's been fun because, because you get to see these guys grow up right in front of your face, and um, and they're working hard every day.
4: Yeah, without the transfer portal and being able to do that, tiering like you guys have done, it would just be a recruiting nightmare, I would assume, going forward. Trying to get things balanced as you start out, so that's I mean, going to be a huge tool.
0: It is a tool. It's a it's a different build. Like uh, you try to take as much information as you can from Rico Blasi or uh, Greg Powers or you know other coaches that have been through something similar. But they've, in, they've inherited club players, they've inherited division three players. There was there was something there to start. Uh, and so we're a little different. I mean that you know, we, literally the transfer portal opens and 30 days to 60 days later, you have 14 or 15 players that you didn't know who they were before that thing opened. Uh, and you know, and it, I'll say this, it, it's, it was good for us in helping us get our start. I still, I still don't love it. Uh, <laughs> it made your life easier. It made, made my life easier, but it's scary as heck because, uh, the, it, in my experience, the, it's great to get to know the people. It's great to get to know the kids, the families, you you know, you really have a couple years to find out who exactly you're bringing in your program. Um, it, the transfer portal, it, it, it some of the, some of it could be 48 hours. Uh, you're making a, you're taking your best guess. Uh, yeah. And that's scary for me.
2: Well, and then the other side that I'm sure scary for you as a coach is, um, uh, who was the, the high scoring freshman from Northern last year that what they went to Michigan State, right? I have that right.
0: Joey Larson.
2: Yeah. Yep. So players like him and that, that, I, that idea of, like going to your school can become like a
4: an audition uh, or a jumping an audition off for a yeah. for
2: a quote unquote bigger program and, and that idea of like recruiting your players doesn't end when they get to campus because they can <laughs> they <laughs> you have to keep working on well, that. I mean not that you shouldn't have anyway, but like working on those relationships and, and keeping them happy or however you want to put it to to try and try and keep them bought into what you're trying to do and not having them uh, look so selfishly maybe at at other opportunities not that I don't know it's it's such a double-edged sword because I I really like the opportunity it gives players to to change their minds because I don't think a 16 year old or even an 18 year old should be stuck somewhere because of a decision they made but at the same token, I'm I'm not exactly a fan of of, of uh, But we you know we as fans only know so much about situations like Joey Larson or whatever happened on campus or whatnot or or how that came about. But but those situations must be um, difficult for coaches to wrap their head around how to to keep their team from having a bunch of departures like that.
0: Yeah, it's we're, we're learning so much more about it every day, every year, um, how it can help you, uh, how to avoid having players jump in there. Um, I think there's uh, it's it's for it being it's probably what, four years now, it's still so fresh and, and so different uh, each and every year. So uh, I don't know. I'm fortunate that I haven't lost a player to the transfer portal yet so i'll (laughs) go with that
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you you just gave us the opener to the podcast yeah yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah. i'm i for 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 you i hope it takes some time but yeah it's 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 inevitable right like i think so it's it's just inevitable to keep you know 25 to 30 guys all quote-unquote happy enough to to stay and and I know when we've talked to Coach Sean about it, so much of the focus now seems to be on on building that culture, and you can see how much that's impacted, like a program like Minnesota State, where even with Hastings and Cannot and and three four players leaving, and the Zamboni driver and all the other stuff we joked about with everything going to Manca- uh, going to Madison, how much all those players that stayed it was about the culture and not wanting to let down their teammates that kept the rest of them together and they're they're showing you know how much they've built already as a program even without everybody they lost and how important that can be to everything and and that's the other side of it where you're you're trying to build that culture so the teammates so the players don't want to let down the teammates yes and and give up on the team uh, and that's going to be the important part for for all of this is is to keep your team together is going to be building that culture and that accountability with each other right
0: yeah and that's that's what this year's group and you know a lot of these guys signed up for is to to help be a part of the foundation build a culture um on which you know future teams can can have success um we got we got a good group uh really excited about our guys i know it's been just a short a short time but uh boy they they work hard they're humble uh you know the good kids boy good people and and uh, they're just they're acclimating to campus they're the right guys for our campus too I think other athletes other students have enjoyed having them join us you think that for it's 27 players 27 25 of them new to campus it's we're only 2200 students so that's a pretty big impact uh, you know you notice a, a table at the cafeteria is full. That wasn't before
3: <laughs> <laughs> <These> Sure, <laughs> hockey guys
0: from around North America and Europe. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're, we're looking forward to, to continuing to grow.
1: Yeah. Kind oh. of within that same van of like establishing that culture is, you know, when you bring those guys in and you have those like 25 to 30 new guys on campus and you have to have them like acclimate to like a new place in a program, like, how do you go about like, kind of being the catalyst to help start that culture in a positive way.
0: Uh, we communicate. I think that's the biggest thing. We, we, we talk about it a lot, uh, how, how it's going to look, how we want, how we want it to look. Um, they obviously have the ability and some autonomy and, and how they want it to look. Um, but we have some, like, like I said, we got some, we have some leaders. Uh, we have a lot of kids on our team. who have been captains at different levels, uh, good people, uh, kids that value the academic side um, and, and that's it. And, and the big thing I've talked to our guys about too and, and you know, they, they agree, they already know the answer is like the, the, what the difference between a Division One athlete, Division Two athlete, like there is none. They're, you know, just normal people. Uh, respect each other. Have fun with each other. Um, that, the, 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 Athletes that we brought to campus, the ones that gravitated towards a campus of our size, they very much so don't just want to get to know their teammates. They want to know their classmates. They, that they, the sense of community is important to them. Uh, so they've had a lot of fun coming to Sioux Falls and, and, and starting their, uh, you know, whether it's their first chance at college or a new opportunity, uh, Augustana University has uh, been a lot of fun for them.
1: I'm really happy to hear that because from the outside, we kind of see, how much like buy-in from the institution and the community there's been in this team, like that new arena that you guys have drawn up is looking incredible. And I've seen the updates on that. It's just looking great. And you know, it's, it's, it's cool to see just kind of the whole community buy-in. And if you can keep building up this way, I think the, the addition of Augustana is going to end up being nothing but positive for the league. And it's it's I I've been enjoying watching the progress. Well, our, our league is uh, in
0: great hands that uh, there's, There's some incredible coaches. Uh, there's our leadership is at a very high level. Uh, very fortunate to have our commissioner be Don Lucia. Um, and I think by adding Augustana to the league that there was value, not just, you know, obviously for Augustana to go to the CCHA, great for Augustana, but I think the CCHA had to see some value on the other end. Uh, and they came to that conclusion pretty darn quick. So um, I think it's a great thing. I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, this, the, this build what is years in the making though, like it's way before I got here. Uh, so it, they, they've, they've taken time. Uh, they're very thorough in their plan. Um, and it's, it's very interesting. It's impressive to kind of now that I've been around for a year and some change to have a look under the hood of what goes into something like this. Uh, you you're, you're, we're just, we're just breaking through the surface, but all the yep. roots of this program uh, are far extending.
1: Yeah. I guess my, my, my point in kind of saying that is that it's, it's been very cool to see that, you know, from our perspective, we haven't heard of Augustana before they decided they wanted a hockey team, Yeah, but it's not like Augustana decided they want a hockey team and then like didn't do their due diligence Speak with it. Like they for really
2: yourself, Matt,
1: <laughs> well, well a lot head of head
0: a lot head. of people have been hearing about this college in in illinois augustana college um, yeah the university is the one in sioux falls that's who we are so um <laughs> but i'm hey it's there's nothing well, wrong i mean
2: with you I, not I live in minnesota so i know about it from being in there in the northern sun with yep. Duluth and saint cloud and all them right for everything else so i mean I'm a sports nerd and in Minnesota, so it's not surprising that I've heard about them. Yeah. I'm it's like, it's like having that, it's like having that discussion about which Wayne state and trying to figure out if we're talking about the one over by you, Matt, or the one down in, what is it? Nebraska? I think. Or My Kansas, mom is a
1: Wayne state grad actually. <laughs> Shout out the Wayne state college of social work. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now seeing you guys get a new arena in place, when you see a program like Arizona that, doesn't or still playing in a tiny little ring and have struggled with it to see you guys immediately go to having a new facility that's going to be state-of-the-art makes a ton of sense compared to watching what you know arizona state's done so it yeah, shows it, a commitment from the university that's at a different level to bring that program in yeah
2: they yeah, kind of round so out they have an out my nhl comment, building like, now rob yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Whatever. well <laughs> I, like to round up my comment it almost felt like the way arizona state went about it is like oh we're just gonna have a hockey team for the sake of it and it feels like just from what i've seen from augustana like implementing it has been much more intentional like having this kind of like gap year making sure that once they get there they're going to be in that incredible building it seems like they're hiring the right people for the job i don't want to pump your tires too much for your playoffs but <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> but well it's, i, I yeah. they the, they had the fortune of some people
0: going through everything before them they had the opportunity to learn and uh you know and 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 have conversations. Hey, what what are some pitfalls that you guys experienced in your build? Uh, so you know, there's going to be a team that's going to ask us the same questions one day. Hopefully soon, um, as we continue to grow our game. But I mean, you guys, when you you're going to bring those black and yellow gold yellow stripe overalls down to <laughs> midco arena, that it's going to be incredible. We just had we were at Ed Robson Arena at Colorado College. I had never been there before. It's the same architects that designed our ring. Is it? Okay. And it's, it's ridiculous how cool that place is. Uh I couldn't have been more impressed. Um Perfect college rink. Like we're going to have 3,100. They're right around the same uh, clean, classy. Just, I was, I was really floored by how well they did that.
4: Yeah. That's the right size to make it loud. Right. Now, you, you don't yeah. want a cavern like the coal center at Wisconsin has been where you, you feel like you're playing in front of nobody that yeah. size is perfect to get loud and rowdy and that's that's the fun of the college game to me is those size rinks yeah
2: and it and still allows the sioux falls to host regionals then because yeah. you're not playing there
0: yeah we have the uh, sanford premier center across town they'll i mean yeah. omaha's hosting a regional this year so yeah. uh,
2: i hope i have to drive there <laughs>
1: come on over yep Fibke Dental is a general dentistry practice located in downtown Rhinelander, Wisconsin, home of the hodag. Look online at fibkedental.com or find them on Facebook. They do pain-free dentistry for kids, adults, people that went to great schools, and people that ended up at Northern Michigan. Stop in and say hi between 8 and 5 and tell them THG sent you. That is F-I-E-B-K-E dental.com.
4: Do you work in manufacturing, product design, or product development? Is your business trying to improve efficiency while also producing at scale? Livonia Technical Services can help. They provide world-class quality improvement training and consulting for failure modes and effect analysis, product development, and cost reduction. All things that could help northern Michigan assemble a competent defense. If you think your business could use a prevention mindset and reduce manufacturing costs, a partnership with Livonia Technical Services might be right for you. Check them out at livoniatech.net. That's L-I-V-O-N-I-A tech.net.
2: So what was it like to, to, you know, you've got the one series against all of the other eight CCHA teams for this year and next year. What was it like trying to fill in the rest of the schedule with so many open spots and 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 I th- I think it's really cool that you've gotten the opportunity you know to play Wisconsin and DU and Colorado College right off the bat, and then you've got Omaha, who's not far away, and and then you've got home and home or a, a series at and home against Alaska, and you get to play Notre Dame and Arizona State, uh, just some and then Anchorage. So it's it's a pretty full schedule with a pretty nice yeah. variety. Yeah, I mean here
0: that, that's I wanted to give our guys the experience of going to Alaska, um going to some different parts of the country. Uh and you know, there you do your best, right, with with travel that makes sense. Um we had to front load our our schedule with road games obviously waiting for our rink to be completed. Um so that was that was really the only challenging part of it cuz when you're a school like us, as you're just starting, the phone tends to ring an awful lot with people wanting to play you. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so, and you know why. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it, it, okay. so could, the game, could. the games were there. It's just who you say yes to, and and you don't want to beat your guys too much up travel wise, and um, you know. So we're we're excited about this year's schedule. Uh, I think you really get to see where you're at. Uh, you know, and, and excited to learn about some of our league members, you know, traveling to some different spots. Uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta quickly learn about some of these guys. Cause we're going to be seeing them very frequently here in, in a couple of
4: years. What does travel look like for you guys? Are you, do you bussing like up to Houghton or do you guys go somewhere and fly? Well, what is it? We'll, what charter, it like
0: we'll charter from, uh, Sioux Falls, uh, airport, just right to Houghton. So
4: that's that's fancy oh, that's
2: that's big 10 fancy
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> the one thing i couldn't leave <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's a good experience though i mean it's a way better way to get into houghton as long as the plane can get in between the snowstorms
0: <laughs> yeah well i yeah. don't think it's snowing there right now so
4: it is i yeah. can, I can yeah. tell you for a fact it is i got text, <laughs> i got texts for my mom and dad's back deck that's got about six inches on it so yeah
2: <laughs> i know my uh my uh, girlfriend's son was like, "I'd go to Houghton again or Michigan again because we went to Houghton what a week and a half ago." Rob. Yep. Yeah. I for like, the "Said Wisconsin was like, series." <laughs> it's it's snowed today, <laughs> which which I guess isn't that special because it's supposed to snow here tomorrow in in the Twin Cities possibly. So, um, yeah. So, when you're putting together the schedule for this year, next year, in the future, how are you feeling about? two for ones and and uh uh bought
0: road series or those kinds of things for for Augustana.
3: Mm. I
0: it's I mean it's part of it I guess. I think there's teams that are buying home games um you know I think it, it you know hopefully there's a you know hopefully we have the opportunity some you know to do something similar. Um but I, I would like to play home and homes as you're building out your schedule. I would like to, but, and we can do that. We're in the Midwest. It's easy to, uh, you know, to play St. Cloud one year and, and go back the next or, or North Dakota or Duluth or, there's a lot of hockey in this area and a lot of teams that I think it just makes sense, you know, with Omaha right down the road. And um we have direct flights to Denver, Arizona, like, so I think we're, we're in a great spot, uh, you know, to to play some really good competition and do so, uh that's budget-friendly and and easy on our guys, uh, you know, academically, mentally, and physically.
4: Well, you guys are actually doing a home-and-home with Omaha this year, right? You're close enough that that's a, a good enough split, right?
0: Yep, yep. Omaha, uh, Omaha will be here on Saturday. We'll be there on a Friday.
4: Yeah, so you're close enough to actually do that home-and-home style, which is, you know, that's kind of the exception in the Midwest, it seems, right? It's usually your two-game weekend, so being yep. close yep. enough to somebody to, to, you know, hop on a bus for the next day's game is... It's kinda of nice. Absolutely. Most of us uh you know you got one team you can do that with, it seems. <laughs> That's how it works out here. <laughs> uh
2: anything else, guys? Otherwise I think we can we can uh, let Garrett get to putting his kids to bed.
1: Yep, I'm good with letting him go put his kids to bed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Any anything you wanted to plug or say? Uh um I I guess if there's anything you wanna say, go ahead and then I have one last question for you.
0: No, I, I think the that... I'm excited for our guys to experience uh, Houghton and Michigan Tech. I think there's a uh, incredibly rich hockey tradition that um that you all know because you're you've lived it. It's part of your DNA. Um that you have to go and and feel it and see it to really understand what it is. I didn't know it as a player until I got to the rink and looked on the walls and uh, saw the town and there's a little rink just down the road that
4: so yeah. you got to get them get them down to the D so they can see where professional hockey started right I mean yeah yeah and a, that's, there's there's a little tiny museum in there with the birthplace of, of professional hockey it, and depending on where you guys are staying it's probably not too far <laughs>
0: and that's I mean for a pregame walk to go see some of that yeah. stuff it uh, the there's a lot of hockey nerds on our team like they're into it they like <laughs> yeah. they appreciate the history uh so some might even know, but, uh, I think it's really cool. The, the UP is a great spot. Uh, I love it cause I, I love hunting grouse and deer and anything that fishing, hunting, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll see the franties there, uh, who are, who are some great people. Um, so we're excited to get there. And then, uh, also another opportunity for us to, to take the ice and compete against a darn good team. and yeah,
4: The bird hunting wasn't too good last time we were up. I only got one. <laughs> <laughs> Too I, many I'd love to go Too with many you, Rob, But too I'm not many. Too many for, a, for an out
2: of state <laughs> license for one day.
4: Fifty dollar bird with my out of state license. That's how much <laughs> that one cost. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: so, so my final question for you is: What would you have to say to tech fans as we sit here struggling to to watch our team not do as well as we were hoping at this point?
0: You want me to? I'll, I'll just. It's October.
1: <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> The the, the problem is, Garrett, is that we are math nerds,
2: so we understand the pairwise implications of
1: all of this.
0: Just just show up, cheer.
2: Oh, we do. We do. That's it. We
1: have Garrett on every week. (laughs) (laughs) He
0: he puts it right. He puts us right where we need to be. It's
1: October. Just,
0: yeah. All right. You guys got a darn good team on campus there. Just,
2: (laughs) they'll be just fine. Yeah. So, I I certainly hope they write the ship this weekend. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then I hope you guys go on to to crush everybody. That's at least everybody that's not in the CCHA and pick off some wins against the rest of them. Because um, because I understand how that would implement impact pairwise to your currently twelfth in the pairwise team. Have you did you oh. see that somebody published a quote unquote <sighs> bracket?
0: I, you know what?
3: <laughs>
2: I know it's. I didn't even know that, that thing was started. I, I
0: didn't even know if it was working yet. So, uh, may, you know, it doesn't
2: mean a whole lot for like another month. Uh, and even then, I
0: might just but, be coach speak. But we, 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 our focus is so narrow right now. We're, yeah No, I get it. We're, game at a time. We're trying to. Right? We're trying to. Yeah, yeah break no. it on the power play. <laughs> <Yeah>. Much less <laughs> anything else. So,
4: yep. No, it's, it's awesome <laughs> seeing the early success you guys are having though as a program. It's fantastic just for the CCHA in general for you, you, know, you guys to go and basically take it to two NCHC teams really well last weekend is fantastic to see. So, well,
0: we're, we're, we're excited for the future. I can tell you that we're at a great spot. Uh, we're in a great league where, you know, uh, I think it's a great spot for growth and growing our game is what it's all about and giving these kids an opportunity and, and, Sure, been fun to get started.
4: Yeah, couldn't agree more. We're looking forward to seeing what you guys do. Except against us, of course.
0: Thanks for joining us, Garrett. We (laughs) appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a
4: good day. Thanks, Garrett. Thank you. you. Bye bye.
2: One minute remaining in the podcast. Well, that should do it for this episode of the Chasing McNaughton podcast. Please check out our Patreon and join by visiting patreon.comslash tech hockey guide. We've got a bunch of different cheers, the lowest one gets you question priority um black levels at five bucks a month that gets you extra podcast content for every episode um we've got unfiltered youtube video each week unedited audio each week follow us on twitter at chasing mac Pod or at tech hockey guide i believe both of those are on blue sky as well we don't post a whole lot on there yet but hopefully we can get there uh you can submit questions through twitter facebook or patreon page don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on apple google Or preferably Spotify. Uh, We've also got it on many other podcast apps. uh, So if you can't find it on the podcast site of your choice, please let us know and we'll make it happen. The more you rate, review, and share, the more people we can reach. So tell your friends. Give us a five-star rating, more than likely on Apple Podcasts. Dustin will read the review you leave, no matter what it says. So let's get some ratings and see what you guys have to say. Uh, Once again, thanks to our sponsors, Fibke Dental in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Arcadia Insurance with service throughout the Midwest and other places and Livonia Technical Services. Finally, thanks to the Thank You Notes for all the bumpers in this week's episode. If you like what you hear, check them out at thethankunotes.bandcamp.com.